1: And Nancy, she's got it all.
2: nice. Hope everybody's washing their hands, staying healthy. And uh, let's just see how we can entertain ourselves today with some music and laughter. And and little Tom Caruso, of course.
0: Like to go, go to somewhere that's far, you won't be a no show when the golden spiral. Where time stands still It's closer than you know, no Come I, I mean, this here the whole time I'll have another pituitary teeny please <laughs> mm, This was nasty in so beautiful Oh I love it was. Don't be afraid to be beautiful Would you like to go go For a dance or two You will feel the mojo When you mix some red with some blue You will I'm a fish.
1: service off at this college town, and we got there about dinner time on Saturday, and uh, different ones of us thought that we ought to get us a mouthful to eat before that we set up the tent, and so we got off of the truck and followed this little bunch of people through this small little bitty patch of woods there, and we come up on a big sign. It says, get something to eat here. And uh, I went up and got me two hot dogs and a big orange drink. And before that I could take every mouthful of that food, this whole raft of people come up around me and got me to where I couldn't eat nothing, up like, and I dropped my big orange drink. I did. Well, friends, they come in to move and they want so much that I could do but move with them. Well, we commenced to go through all kinds of doors and gates, and I don't know what all. And I looked up over one of them, and it says, North Gate. And we kept on going through there, and pretty soon we come up on a young boy. And he says, Ticket, please. And I says, Friend, I don't have a ticket. I don't even know where it is that I'm going. (laughs) I did. Well, he says, Come out as quick as you can. And I says, I'll do her, I'll turn right around the first chance, I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: well, we kept on a moving through there, and pretty soon everybody got where it was that they was a going, because they parted, and I could see pretty good. I, I, I could. And what I seen was this whole raft of people a setting on these two banks and a looking at one another across this pretty little green cow pasture. <laughs> Well, there was, and somebody had tucked and drove white lines all over it, and drove posties in it, and I don't know what all. And I looked down there, and I seen five or six convicts a running up and down, and a blowing whistles. They was. And then I looked down there, and I seen these pretty girls a wearing these little bitty short dresses and a dancing around. And so I sat down and thought I'd see what it was that was going to happen. I did. And about the time I got set down good, I looked down there, and I seen 30 or 40 men come running out of one end of a great big outhouse down
0: there. <laughs> they did.
1: And everybody where I was a setting got up and hollered. And about that time, 30 or 40 come running out of the other end of that outhouse, and the other bank full, they got up and hollered. And I asked this fellow that was besetting beside of me, I says, friend, what is it that they're hollering for? Well, he whopped me on the back, and he says, buddy, have a drink. (laughs) Well, I says, I believe I will have another big orange. (laughs) And I got it and sat back down. And when I got down there again, I seen that them men had got in two little bitty bunches down there. (laughs) They had rail close together. And they voted. <laughs> they did. They voted and elected one man apiece. And them two men come out in the middle of that cow pasture and shook hands like they hadn't seen one another in a long time. And then a convict come over to where there was a standard, and he took out a quarter, and they come to odd man, right there.
0: <laughs> they did.
1: Well... After a while, I seen what it was that there's odd man in fault. It was that both bunches full of them men wanted this funny-looking little pumpkin to play with.
0: <laughs>
1: they did, and I know friends that they couldn't have eat it because they kicked it the whole evening, and it never busted.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, anyhow, what I was telling was that both bunches full wanted that thing, and one bunch got it, and it made the other bunch just as mad as they could be. And, friends, I seen that evening the awfulest fight that I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. I did. They would run at one another and kick one another and throw one another down and stomp on one another and grind their feet in one another, and I don't know what all. and just as fast as one of them would get hurt, they'd tote him off and run another one. <laughs> Well, they'd done that as long as I sat there. But pretty soon, this boy that had said, Ticket, please, he come up to me and he says, Friends, you're going to have to leave because it is that you don't have a ticket. And I says, Well, all right. And I got up and left. And I don't know, friends, to this day what it was that there's a doing down there, but I have studied about it. And I think that it's some kind of a contest where they see which bunchful of them men can take that pumpkin and run from one end of that cow pasture to the other without either getting knocked down or stepping in something.
3: You, know, you can hardly pick up a newspaper nowadays without seeing a report of someone somewhere citing a, a UFO. That's being un- unidentified flying yeah. object. Um, they may be called unidentified, but people are still identifying them. No, they're, un- they're un- <laughs> identifying the unidentifiability right. of them.
0: Actually, <laughs> recently,
3: <laughs> a woman right here in Firmwood not only cited one of those things, but she claims she came into intimate contact with an alien. From another planet. Hey. Uh, She's come here tonight to tell us her story, so, would you please welcome Mrs. Sylvia Miller? into our spaceship. Thank
2: you. I'm very happy to be here.
3: (laughs) Well, we're very happy to have you. I'm sure everyone's uh, pretty eager to just hear your story. Why don't you start right in?
2: Yes. Well, let me tell you how it was with me. It was uh, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It was a Thursday. It was uh, very much like any other Thursday. I was out in my backyard taking down my wash. Sure. And I was standing there and all of a sudden I noticed a huge beam of white light. Well, at first, I thought perhaps I had used too much bleach, but then the light became whiter and whiter, and I watched it, and it it, uh, went behind my house in the meadow. You've never been there, but there's a meadow. And the strangest thing happened. All of a sudden, uncontrollably... I began to uh, go towards the beam of light, just walking uncontrollably, still clutching a pair of my husband's shorts. And (laughs) as I got closer to the beam of light, the sky turned blue, and all of a sudden, through the blueness, at this point, I could make out a a metal object, I would say, perhaps 30 feet this way.
3: Oh, boy. (laughs) And
2: um, as I approached it, a huge ramp shot from this thing and all of a sudden at the end of the ramp there was a door and the door opened and at this particular time a uh, blue man of about two feet with antennas walked toward me and the next thing that happened really just shocked shocked me to death I'll tell you the truth
3: well, um, I know it's hard for you to talk about it um, could you tell us what happened next well
2: the next thing, the next thing that happened is uh, he threw open his suit and a beam of light shot right out at
3: me. Uh-oh. <laughs> you sort of said, "What in the universe is this?" I'm sure. So it didn't have anything to do with your bleach uh, well, or no. what? No.
2: And uh, as the beam of light uh, shot towards me, uh, all of my clothes came off.
3: Holy, kind of like a white tornado, like this damn thing. Just <laughs> yes,
2: uh, they just, uh, for, for some reason, flew off, including my husband's underwear, <laughs> which we have not found.
3: Yeah. Which you were holding rather than wearing. Oh
2: yes, at that no. time holding them, rather than wearing. It threw that them. up. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And at this particular time, that's exactly what
3: happened. So you were just standing there naked as the day you were born,
1: basically.
2: Yes, I was naked. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. And was he naked too? Uh, I mean the individual, not your husband, the one who the came over. The blue out man. Of... Yes. That's
2: a very good question. Uh, well, let me let me be honest. I don't know because you see, I have nothing to compare it with. Let me think.
0: Uh, he
2: certainly wasn't anything like my husband. Uh,
3: I don't know if that good or bad? Well, we don't know until we hear the rest of the story. I don't think. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, hmm. But uh, anyhow, it was at this time that. Uh, he, uh, I don't know how to put this delicately, uh, had his way with me. Well, <laughs> boy.
3: Okay, well, I think you put it very delicately. Um, i better put a lot less delicately. Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just a second here, though. Uh, I, I, this is, I mean, this is also fantastic. Are you, are you trying to tell me that that you were abused by an intergalactic being?
2: I'm not sure that I understand that terminology. Are uh, you? It was definitely an interracial thing. Yeah. At that particular time, naturally, of course, I started to scream. Mm-hmm. Uh. But uh, I, nothing came out of my mouth. Has that a, I went, <sighs> nothing. Has uh, that ever happened to
3: you? Just when I'm doing the certs breath test.
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was a terrible thing. And then at this particular point in time, I was uh, violated with a beam of light.
0: Hmm.
3: Actually, uh, Mrs. Miller, could you actually call it a violation if it was simply a beam of light? I mean, really.
2: Of course it was a violation If the light goes where he shined it
3: Okay All right uh, Might as well get right down to it here Did you feel any physical pain?
2: No, it was not painful It was humiliating But I know that I was violated How
3: long did this attack actually last? This attack of beaming
2: Just seconds, seconds
3: Wow, he must be quite a guy.
2: The, the serious thing, the thing that I pray and I, I worry so much about, I just hope that I am not carrying a half-breed creature. I mean, for all I know, I could be giving birth to a flashlight. Uh-huh.
3: You never know when you get them on the show what it's going to turn into. This is uh, a bigger story than I thought. Are you actually trying to say that you could possibly whew, be pregnant? I'm going to tell you some stories
0: about some lady folks I know. We love to share a tales of our you woe. Conversations have got friendship built But the spine that holds the fast may just be old-fashioned guilt Doubt, remorse, regret, frustration, anger, and fatigue Well, they call me on the phone and here is what they say to me I got the bad, bad mother blue Got the bad, I'm a bad mother blue Happy feeling, still love you, but today, but today, I'm afraid I got this bad on the blue. I <laughs> think my kid's close, shopping at the local downtown mall. You think that I could watch him? Well, then one it just took off. My heart was full of horror and my body full of dread. The visions of abductions—they are running through my head. I found him moments later, just as happy as can be. He was only gone a moment. Well, I don't think I can go home. I know it's kind of cool to have a laugh at her expense, but when she walks in the room, I say, Hi, now, mean, Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm.
2: They sit around your table and say,
0: Man, my mom was great. You remember patience, kindness, tenderness, and grace. Well, remember all the hardships that I faced. They say grandchildren are a parent's family. Your eye out, that's why.
4: I won't dream of being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. (laughs) Now, what this meant, I'll never know. I do know if I told anybody, I'd be labeled a lunatic, <laughs> and labeling wrong. are lessons for the public good. Let's
1: say you're at a party,
4: and you can take out a labeling gun and start tagging people like they do in Wild Kingdom. an earthquake you'd really be thinking. He's old. He's slow. I can beat him to the Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, L.A.'s a jammed up situation. I have enough balls so I wouldn't purposely build my home over one. The one time I was not even enough to think that canary food was for the elderly. It made sense to me at the time, all those big <laughs> black and white pointed out Nancy there's a difference between generic and geriatric <laughs> <laughs> or oh, did I feel foolish I to be confused with but I do think they have a lot to do with each other. since men to do a lot of thinking
0: from that area
4: what all this has to do with nothing is don't you know how my brain works and connects things like so. So anytime you think, yeah, I'm crazy, you're probably wrong. Right.